You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. For more on this, we're joined on the line by Marina Constance, Director at BBM Attorneys. Marina, thank you for your time with us this morning on the the weekend view. H- how have things changed since uh, uh, you know s- s- since the the, the Poppy Act? Um, because you still go and visit places. They they scan the card disc. They scan your 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 ID because then you can't access the, the premises without that. But have things changed since since 2020, where um, we we can now safely say. Um, uh, you know, consumers can feel as though the information will be protected or not be abused in any way. I'm not quite sure if that's the case. Good morning, Sebenzile. Yes, absolutely. Since uh, 2020, a lot has changed. Uh, trustees now in a scheme or directors in a big estate have a fiduciary duty to protect the personal information of uh, residents and visitors. So even the community scheme Ombud, uh, who's a regulator over all community schemes, has weighed in on this, giving a directive to say that schemes should have a puppy policy in place. So the puppy policy is really a document which every scheme needs to have readily available to say what they are doing with the personal information. So um, from a, a statutory point of view, owners um, must give their details to trustees to keep in their, you know, in their, um, like in a, in a registration type of format. Yeah. Um, so they, they need owners' addresses, they need IDs, they need all of that. That is in terms of the law. Sectional Titles Act is quite clear that they need all that. But it's a very different story to say you need it and what are you going to use it for? So you're going to use it for levy rolls, you're going to use it for any information if you need to write to an owner to say, you know, stop your dog barking. So we, that's got to be stipulated in the puppy policy. Also, with things like um, guard houses, I mean, yeah, you're scanning IDs, there are photographs in there. So mm-hmm. I'm quite mm-hmm. entitled at the entrance to say, oh, shame, the poor guard probably won't really know what I'm, ta- what I'm you know, going to be asking. But you can ask for the puppy policy yeah. to see what are you doing with it, when will it be destroyed, um, what are you using it for. Um, and, and, you know, also this business of, of searching boots. I know it's um, important for the complex to know who's coming in and out, and yeah. it, it does secure people. But at the end of the day, you know, that security guard is not an official who has any status to be um, opening boots and searching. He's, he's not a, you know, there's no warrant. There's mm. no reasonable uh, feeling that there's a crime that's been committed. So I think they, you know, complexes are skating on thin ice when they do that. Yeah. D- d- does this also apply, way. Marina, for for CCTV footage? Because a lot of these places as well, mm-hmm. um, they, they're watching you. They're using very high, high quality um, equipment as well. They can see all of you, really. can see the pimples on your face. It's so clear. So it's all of your oh, information. Yes that that is there um are, are consumers perhaps often uh, i don't know are we, are we too relaxed about these these things i mean there's there's the issue of security um you know that, that that the surveillance in these places is actually justified so that the people who live there and the people who frequent those spaces feel safe but goodness me they know everything about us yeah they do but then i think it's up to the trustees to make people 
feel at ease. So in other words, your cameras need to be pointed in the right direction. You know, you can't have cameras pointing into a section owner's garden, for example. Yeah. You must also have a layout sketch plan in your puppy policy of where the cameras are situated. And if they changed as well, because yes, cameras can be exceptionally invasive. We've had, we've had a huge number of incidents where people are very unhappy um, about the information that's being being uh, you know being gathered. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's, it's, you've got to say this is for security purposes. You've got to set out why um, why there may be a security issue, and you, you've got to get people in or experts to give you advice about camera systems that are not. Um, as invasive as others. Is there any requirement, um, to, to your point earlier, uh, where you were saying, look, you could ask the, 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 the security uh, personnel um, that you encounter upon entry for, for the poppy policy, but is, is there a, a requirement for these establishments to have that um, you know, displayed somewhere or readily available uh, you know, so that it isn't a, a question of needing to ask for it, that you, you know before, before going, going there in the first place? Well, I think that's probably a bit tricky. Um, I think it's, you know, the document, the only legal requirement is that the complex does have some sort of document available. Some puppy policies I've seen are pretty comprehensive. So, they, you know, they're quite... Um, they, they, it's quite it's quite difficult maybe to display it, but it should be available. And I think that's what uh, what the trustees they you know they they must carry out their fiduciary duty. We have had a lot of compliance with that. I must tell you, a lot of the complexes I deal with here in Gauteng do have a proper puppy policies, and I think it's great because at the end of the day, um, you know what if what if for example an owner phones the trustees or the managing agent, writes an email and says, I want the details for the owner at unit number nine. Mm-hmm. What is what is the situation there? I mean, the trustees have the information of the unit number nine, but then they've got to interrogate, um, you know, that question and say, well, what what is it going to be used for? Why are you are you are you going to you know be asking unit nine out on a date? Are you are you wanting to write them to sort out a water ingress problem? What mm. is this? The, mm. And it's, the law says um, it's got to be a reasonable request. So there again, it's quite an you know objective test. What is reasonable um, now? Reasonable man test. And trustees are often, I must say, yeah. left in quite a difficult position. So we get calls often to find out if they can release information or not. Just finally, Marina, we're out of time. In, in 30 seconds, for somebody who says this is much ado about nothing, our information is all over the place, all the 087 numbers and, and, and all sorts of, you know, people who, that have your information, it's all, it's all out there. Why, why is this a big deal or why is this an important issue? Well, I think we've we've caught up with the rest of the world in um, recognizing the importance of uh, people's personal in, um, information, yeah. people's integrity. And yeah, I think we need to be very, very clear that it's here to stay and that there are rather large penalties if we don't comply. Appreciate your time with us this morning. Marina Constance, Director at BBM Attorneys. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.